0: Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of Sisters and Soul Food, where we all gather together to grow in our faith. I am your host, Shay Jackson, and today we are diving into a topic that possibly plagues us all, no matter if we are a new believer or a seasoned saint the pursuit to be the perfect Christian. So raise your virtual hands if you have ever felt like you needed to be both Martha, diligently serving and leading, and Mary, soaking up Jesus' words in quiet contemplation. We have all been there, juggling family, work, church, our relationship with God, and a social life, all while striving For some unattainable idea of what we believe god wants us to be but what if i told you the perfect christian and yes i am using air quotes is a myth in this episode we will explore the story of mary and martha through a fresh lens challenge the comparison trap celebrate our beautiful messy selves and discover the joy that comes with being real with God, flaws and all. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and get ready for some real talk. Before we dive in, take a moment to discover which sister do you relate to? Are you a Martha energized by action and service or are you a Mary drawn to quiet reflection and contemplation? remember there's no right or wrong answer here just beautiful sisters on different parts of our journeys now are you ready to debunk the myth of the perfect christian christian with me let's dive in let's be honest who has ever felt like they needed to be perfect or even better they believe that that is what god expected i definitely have striving to tick off all the boxes being a good wife check a great mom check going to church every day every time the door swung open check volunteering check on and on i would often think that it took so much work to have a relationship with god honestly i felt drained disconnected And not very joyful I was Martha the ultimate doer convinced that busyness and service were the keys to earning God's favor but sisters the truth is that constant striving to be in good with God left me feeling exhausted I would get burned out and honestly no closer to God why because I was chasing an unrealistic and impossible thought of what and who God wanted me to be. Ladies, the truth is that God doesn't want robots. And more importantly, he doesn't call us to be perfect. He wants a real relationship with us. We are his daughters. God calls us to be authentic and real with him, flaws and all. Again, God wants a relationship with us, not a performance. And honestly, that pressure to be perfect isn't just bad for our spiritual health. It can wreak havoc on our mental and emotional well-being as well. It breeds anxiety, comparison, and a sense of never being good enough. I want to take a pause right here to let some of those weights and strongholds you have been carrying to be the perfect Christian fall off. Let them fall off and free yourself. We can stop comparing ourselves to others and start celebrating our unique strengths and weaknesses because guess what? Our imperfections are what make us beautiful, relatable, and human And that is exactly what God wants us to be. Now I know you're thinking, but Shay, what about all the expectations? What about serving others? Don't worry, we will discuss those things. But for right now, let's just take a deep breath in and let go of the need to be perfect and embrace the freedom Freedom of being our authentic selves in the presence of a truly loving God. In Luke 10, 38 through 42, Jesus is at home at the home of Mary and Martha. Mary is being the ultimate host, while Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet listening to him. In verse 40, Mary asked Jesus, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself tell her to help me i used to see martha as the good sister because that was me (laughs) busy serving while mary seemed a little lazy just sitting there listening to jesus but what if we have misunderstood the whole situation what if both women were simply expressing different aspects of their faith And you know what? Jesus was okay with it because his response was, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Think about it. We have all had Martha moments, seasons where we are called to serve, lead, and pour ourselves out for others, but we also need Mary moments, times for quiet reflection, prayer, and connecting with God on a deeper level. The problem arises when we start judging ourselves or others based on this false binary not to mention societal pressures that fuel the perfect christian myth the media bombards us with images of perfect families flawless ministries and seemingly effortless piety then there are the religious expectations sometimes unspoken unspoken that pressures us to conform to a certain mold No wonder we feel inadequate. So let's pump our virtual hands in the air and declare enough is enough. We are done with the myth of the perfect Christian. We are embracing our beautiful imperfections, celebrating our Martha moments and Mary moments and stepping into the freedom of being real with God just as we are doesn't that feel good let's talk about the powerful story we'll revisit mary and martha as i mentioned in luke 10 38 through 42. remember jesus enters their home and martha immediately jumps into action preparing a feast meanwhile mary sits at his feet soaking up every word as we talked about before martha gets frustrated feeling like Mary isn't helping and complains to Jesus. Often this passage gets interpreted as a contrast between two types of Christians, the active Martha and the contemplative Mary. But what if we're missing something? Remember, Jesus wasn't scolding Martha for serving, He acknowledged her work and even called her by name, showing respect for her efforts. But he gently reminds her that true connection with him isn't about performance. It's about being in his presence. He values Mary's quiet attentiveness, but he doesn't condemn Mary Martha's active service. So what does this mean for us in our relationship with God? what it means is we can embrace both Martha moments and Mary moments without feeling guilty or inadequate. Serving others is a beautiful expression of our faith, but it shouldn't come at the expense of our own spiritual nourishment. Just like Martha needed to step back and listen, we too need moments of quiet time and reflection with God. On the other hand, Maybe you find deep fulfillment and quiet contemplation like Mary. That's wonderful, but don't underestimate the power of using your gifts to serve others too. We are called to be both Martha and Mary in different seasons of our lives. Now let's talk about the power of stillness. In our busy world that doesn't seem to ever stop, It's easy to neglect quiet time with God, but carving out even a few minutes each day for prayer, reflection, or simply sitting in His presence can truly be transformative. Take a moment to think about the following. What are some practical ways you can incorporate stillness into your daily busy routine? What challenges do you face when trying to find quiet time? And how does stillness impact your relationship with God? Next, let's talk about practical steps for imperfect progress. Ladies, we've talked about the myth of the perfect Christian and explored the true message behind Mary and Martha. Now, I wanna talk about how we can truly integrate these principles into our lives, embracing our imperfections and finding joy in the journey. Think of this as a biblical principles workshop just for us. Remember, there's no one size fits all approach. And I wanna say that again, just in case you missed it. Remember, there is no one size fits all approach So find what works best for you, not somebody else, for you. Remember, we're banishing comparisons. First, let's talk nourishment. We can find spiritual nourishment in both service and quiet time. When you're in a Martha moment serving others, remember Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for your human masters. Approach your tasks with love and intention, seeing them as an opportunity to connect with God and serve Him. And when you're in a merry moment, seeking quiet time, turn to Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus let this be your guide as you cultivate stillness and find peace in god's presence next let's tackle guilt and comparison remembers Remember Romans 8, 1 reminds us there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Sisters, you are loved and accepted by God in and all. I want to repeat that one again too. Sisters, you are loved and accepted by God with all your imperfections. Release the guilt of not being perfect and embrace the journey of growth. Instead of comparing yourselves to others, celebrate your unique strengths and gifts. Here are some practical tools. Start small. Don't overwhelm yourself. Begin with just five minutes of quiet time or volunteering once a month. Schedule it in. Treat your Martha moments and Mary moments like important appointments. Block them out in your calendar and stick to them. Next, find an accountability partner. Share your goals with a trusted friend or join a faith-based group for support and encouragement. Lastly, remember your why. Focus on the joy of serving God and connecting with Him not on achieving perfection. Let's end with a powerful, empowering call to action. Sisters, let's rewrite the narrative. Let's ditch the pressure to be perfect and embrace our beautiful, messy selves on this incredible faith journey. Celebrate your Martha moments and your Mary moments with equal enthusiasm. Use your unique gifts to serve others and nourish your souls in quiet contemplation. Remember, God does not ask us to be perfect. All he wants is our hearts, to trust him. So be real, be authentic and experience the joy of being imperfectly perfect daughters of God go forward sisters and share your light with the world before we close i want to take a moment to pray dear heavenly father dad we thank you for your unconditional love and grace help us to release the pressure of perfection and embrace our imperfections as part of your beautiful design guide us as we seek balance in our lives finding joy in both service and quiet time with you. May we experience the freedom and fulfillment that comes from being real with you, just as we are. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's a wrap, ladies. Again, I am Shay Jackson, and thank you for joining Sisters in Soul Food, where we dish up wisdom and encouragement one Bible verse at a time. Remember, you are not alone on this this journey. We are all in this together, growing, learning, and embracing our perfectly imperfect selves. Keep shining your light, keep sharing your gifts, and keep growing closer to God each and every day. Until next time, stay blessed, stay beautiful, and stay connected. Now, if you're feeling a little lighter after this soul food fix, tell your sisters and your friends, anyone you know who needs a dose of hope and faith. Share this episode on your social media, spread the word about Sisters and Soul Food, and let's create a whole community of women walking this faith journey together. Lastly, mark your calendars. I will be dropping a brand new episode next Wednesday at 12.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. Peace and blessings to you all. Until we meet again.